0: Welcome back to The Next English Podcast. You've just tuned in. And today I'm calling Gabriela, who is from Brazil. Hello, Gabriela. Hello. How are you doing?
1: I'm oh, fine. How are you?
0: I'm absolutely great. So, you are from Brazil, which is which happens to be uh, one of the biggest countries in the world. Obviously, it's a massive country, which lies in the South American continent, right? Yes. Yeah? So... uh yeah. What can you tell us about it?
1: It's hot. It like it's forty degrees outside right now. Is it? Yes. Oh my god. I, god! I can't I can't even breathe. It's it's <laughs> like very hot.
0: Okay, it's not that hot here at, at this moment. And I wish I I I I lived somewhere like you do. It's it must be great, you know. Like you can you don't you don't get to wear the jacket and sweatshirt like I do.
1: Oh, I think I think I, I would like mo- to live in Czech Republic because <laughs> it's hot. Uh, the f- difference between hot and cold is that cold you can manage it, mm. but when it's too hot, you ha- you can't manage it.
0: Yeah, I mean you you need to find some cold water to cool yourself down. Maybe yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Use a lot of energy.
0: Mm, mm, mm. So let me explain my listeners. How I kind of got to know you, all right?
1: All right.
0: It's a long story. Um, I was listening to Luke's English podcast the other day, and um, I don't know, it was like a month ago, and he featured this competition in which he asked the the listeners of Luke's English podcast to enter this competition and uh, send send their own podcasts, Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't enter this competition myself, but. Um, but i listened to all the all the um, entries and i discovered you there gabriela uh, i thought you had a wonderful accent and uh, you really so- sounded uh, kind of adorable you know uh, <clears throat> for me it sounded almost like natural and yet yet i knew you were not uh, uh, you still are not a native speaker are you no no so no.
1: Um,
0: What I did was that I... uh, Obviously, I didn't know how to get hold of you. So I had to actually contact Luke first. Yeah. So I I sent him a a message asking him if uh, it was possible for him to uh, contact you and uh, ask you if you would be up for recording this podcast. And um, he did this for me. And here you are. So was it hard for you to make this decision to, to make the appearance... Uh, on my podcast,
1: no, because I was very. Firstly, I was a little bit upset because I didn't win the competition. Ah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So you had you had a I... lot
0: of ambitions with your. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I voted for you. I did my best, so don't bl- <laughs> yeah, don't blame you. me.
1: <laughs> no, of course not. I'm very happy that I'm here.
0: <laughs> so so, but. Um... Did it take you some time to decide, or did you know straight away that you want to appear on on this podcast?
1: I knew straight away.
0: Because listen, Gabriella, of course, we have we have to be we have to be honest. Uh, this is nothing like Luke's English podcast. It doesn't reach this fame, of course. You know, it's a podcast of a of non-native speaker, and yeah, so yeah.
1: But I heard some of your podcast with Luke uh, during the interview.
0: So you knew about it before? No. No, you didn't.
1: No, sorry.
0: It's all right, it's all right. Um, but anyway, I'm really glad to have you here. So what I did was when uh, when you sent me your email saying that you would be up for this, then I immediately I added you on Facebook, and we started communicating. And uh, you remember, the, the first thing I asked you was, was about your accent, because I was so curious just to find out how you kind of acquired and picked up this accent, you know, because this yeah. is what I found most fascin- fascinating about you. Yeah, uh, so I asked you, how did you, how did you do this? How How is this possible that you are a non-native speaker? You are not a, uh, from from a family of bi- bilingual, you're not a bilingual speaker, are you?
1: No. Like
0: half... half, half um, um, Portuguese language and half English. No, your
1: um, your mother
0: tongue is Portuguese, yeah. Yes, i yes, um,
1: Portuguese.
0: Yes. So, so remember the first thing I asked you was this, and um, you you know what you what you answered me. You said it was it, it, what helped you was uh, watching Sweeney Todd. Yes. It's, yes. So could could you tell our listeners just quickly what it is? Sweeney uh, so, Todd. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a film by Tim Burton uh, with Johnny Depp. You might have uh noticed that I like him, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Depp. And well, it it's a horror movie. It's about a barber who kills his clients, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has a strong Cockney accent. <laughs> and I I start. It's a musical, so I started singing. Yeah. And to and I just got the, the accent from singing i just
0: i just could oh, i have seen this film I, i'm not a, uh, a film freak by any means really I, I haven't seen many films but i have seen this one and i know what you're talking about i remember it was a, it was a really nice film and a really nice english there but i still kind of couldn't believe how this is possible to acquire the accent just just from watching a film like that so then I got the idea, or I kind of realized that, or maybe remembered that you were actually quite young when you were. When I heard your voice, it sounded quite young. And yes. I asked I asked you about your age, and you told me you were only thirteen, right? You are only thirteen.
1: Yes, I'm only thirteen.
0: So very young, very young. You you are by far the the youngest person to appear on my podcast, and possibly you were the youngest. Uh, competitor on Luke's English podcast yeah yes so how does that make you feel
1: oh uh, it's a little bit awkward but uh-huh. I feel really great because I'm I'm not being snug about it but it's <laughs> I'm feeling great I'm feeling yeah
0: proud. It, can, it can make you feel proud really you know of yourself like you have you have gone so far yeah um, You've come a long way just just studying English, you know, and you can compare to all these learners of English of much higher age, you know, and you have still so much uh, so much time ahead of you. You know what I mean? It's great.
1: Yeah. I think my life is passing very fast in a way.
0: Yeah. So um, when you told me your age, um, I remembered my uh, didactics lectures from university and there was this thing that was called critical age h- hypothesis yeah and uh, basically this says that uh, a child uh, is much more likely to to learn the language to acquire uh, second language uh, until the age of 13 or something like that 12, 13, 14 right uh, I don't know why it must be uh, it must go down to some ph- physiological things uh, in your body, but, uh, yeah.
1: It's because the brain is forming when when you're a child, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, so what it means is that you have much more potential at, at that certain age until it's too late, and I think you did exactly the best you could. You started learning the language so intensively on such a massive scale before this critical age. And th- what happened to you is that you managed to acquire the accent perfectly well, you know? Yeah. Or so I think because, I mean, I have spoken to a lot of South Americans like you and they, uh, they all have maybe very nice vocabulary and I can, I can see that they have learned grammar to a good point, but they still lack in the accent and this is something that when i listen to you it sounds like british accent really you know
1: <laughs> thanks
0: yeah I mean, I mean it's great it's great for you and there's is, there's is something to build on you know
1: yeah uh, well in in south america everyone tries to do the american accent and i hate it hmm. Hmm.
0: so so i'm still baffled I'm still baffled uh, as to how you managed to to acquire the accent just by watching Sweeney Todd. Was it just this film, or
1: no? Uh, I started because Sweeney Todd is just Cockney accent, and I I just want I don't want to have only the Cockney accent. I wanted to have <laughs> like Luke's accent. <laughs> it's beautiful. But
0: like most of the listeners, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> like Luke's voice is just perfect.
0: Yeah, I know, right. It's, it's RP and
1: yes
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I, it has some kind of wonderful color to it. I don't know how to describe it really.
1: Yeah he has a strong voice and I, I can't do it. my voice is too shallow.
0: Oh, come on it's nice.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: You, you don't you don't have to sound just like Luke you know 100% and uh, you can still have you can still have awesome accent right.
1: Yeah, thanks. I can't sound like Luke. I'm a woman.
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Unless you, unless you, we edit your voice uh, in these computer editors, which is possible. When we change the pitch of your voice, you know, yeah. then you can become a robot. You, you can become a man. You name it, right?
1: Yeah, but that that would be weird. <laughs> but I'm fine with my voice. Actually, I'm fine with it.
0: All right. Yeah. So um I think um you really sound natural when you speak. I mean pronun- pronunciation it's it's just one of the aspects of learning the language but it is really important when you, when you speak with people right because you are easily understood and and you you get the message across easily. Yeah. So what is pronunciation? Well it's not just the the sounds, it's more things. It's um the stress you know some syllables are stressed some are unstressed the words are stressed or unstressed then you have the intonation and then you have some aspects of connected speech like for example when you say i saw it the other day you know this one like i saw it so in isolation the words are i saw it yeah but they say i saw it so there is R sound so uh for you it's like natural yeah do you even think about these kind of rules or have you studied them?
1: The rules? Yeah. I mean no because I'm I'm st- at child calls, you know. Uh, in my English class just child. And mm. um, so they don't they don't come into this area. I I'm, I study English since my four years old.
0: Okay. So you must get sometimes bored at school, right? Because I believe you must tower above all your classmates in your English. Is it true? Uh,
1: yeah, but I think there are people in the test, in the written test, that go better than me, because I'm, I'm not, I don't have a good uh, handwriting, and mm-hmm. people don't, don't understand what I write.
0: Well, I think we can shake hands on this one because my handwriting <laughs> is one of the worst. Yeah, it's it's like my weakness as a teacher, really, like writing yeah. writing it on board and stuff. I, I can never, I can never, for example, write the same letter twice. You know, like in the same way, it always has different shape and size, and it's unbelievable. And I can't keep the lines when I write.
1: <laughs> yeah, when there are double Ms, I I write like like the C. I do and lots of Ms. I can't yeah. just write them. <laughs>
0: You know what? I don't. I don't think this is so important. I think speaking is much more important. Speaking and listening, you know, because that's that's who we are. We are humans, and the, this is the first means of communication when we are born. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's, it's how we communicate with our parents, and as we grow older, then we maybe learn uh, to become literate. Yeah,
1: except for deaf people. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> it's sure. poor people. Yeah. So. um... So for you, it's it's kind of natural when you speak. Do you ever think about some rules? Are, are you this kind of person who, just, who can think in English? You know what I mean? Um,
1: yeah, I just think in English. Yeah. Like, when I'm doing maths, I just think, like, one plus four mm-hmm. is
0: five. Because uh, a lot of learners and students of mine, they just try to translate everything word for word, you know? And it doesn't really work because they get stuck when they don't know a phrase or a word and they keep looking for it in their mind and they waste a lot of time, you know, and eventually they just, they really struggle sometimes. So if you can do this to think in English, actually, I think you are at a, at a at much higher level than everyone else in terms of your kind of learning uh, ability
1: well but your students are they did they learn english as an adult as adults?
0: well yeah some of them i'm i'm not i'm not uh, generalizing it uh, there must be some of them who find it easier but before i got to know them a lot of them learned the language in this kind of old fashioned way that maybe they had a teacher who didn't really speak english to them at all times and as a result they got used to being corrected in, in Czech, you know, and then uh, asked to, to, to respond in English. They had to translate some sentences. I just think that this is wrong method, but it's my personal belief.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. In my school, I can't, we can't translate. The teacher can't tra- translate the, the words because it's wrong in the, in the method we learn.
0: What do you mean? D- your teacher doesn't do it? He-
1: doesn't translate at all
0: yeah that's good that's good yeah that must be must be a good teacher yeah
1: he is he's nice is he young yes very he's okay. 24 years old i think
0: oh that's very young yeah i mean the young youngest teachers obviously they had the university education and they they studied the newest methods there so uh, you are much more likely to get teachers with the newest methods, with the state of the arts methods, a communicative approach, when they are so young. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had one teacher that she was very young, that she didn't just care about her students. Hmm. She was in at university, you know, and she she just could care about her her studies, but she was nice.
0: Yeah. But we can we can kind of always tell as the students, yeah. You can tell the difference between good teachers and bad teachers and
1: Yeah, with time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Gabriella, let's talk about Luke's English podcast a little bit. So you took part in this competition, you didn't win it, which made you a little bit disappointed, but um yeah, but you you got over it, right?
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: You shed some tears maybe, but then everything went fine, yeah?
1: No, I didn't cry. I just after after I got the results, I received this email from Luke. Then everything was fine. Right. Hmm.
0: Hmm. So, did did you did you come second or or third? I don't remember. I'm sorry. What? Did you did you come second in the competition or or, or, or third? Because I don't remember.
1: No, I just didn't. He was he was uh the people who were winning. It was like uh, entry one. One winner, entry two.
0: Yeah, I, I, I know, but um, in in your group, in your group, do you remember how you ended? What place did you get? No. Oh, I don't
1: know. I don't
0: know. Yeah, never mind. Um, right. So, um, how was it when you when you recorded that competition entry? Did you? It sounded to me as if you were really relaxed when you were doing it and that's what that's what was kind of admirable and that's what caught my attention Uh, because you sounded so natural and it was like very unscripted because a lot of competitors they just read it from the from some prepared script you know but what you did was it sounded like some kind of stream of consciousness you were really saying what you were thinking
1: yeah I actually uh, look uh, he did some questions uh, his, uh, his podcast inspiration and I just wrote them down my leg <laughs> and I I just and I memorized them mm-hmm. and it was at night so I was more relaxed and yeah. I just uh, answered them
0: honestly I didn't notice any sign of nervousness, not at all you were so, you were so cool about it you know, if if I was if I was 13 and uh, it happens to me even now, at, at, at this age, it's very easy for me if, if, if I do something like this and it really matters to me, uh, obviously competition, we want to win it, we don't want to be just, you know, just outsiders in the competition, so, you know, uh, <laughs> we get stressed a little bit, because we don't want to mess it up, yeah?
1: Yeah, but you'd be nervous, you'd be nervous in this, in this case.
0: Well, it depends. I might be sometimes I get nervous, sometimes I don't. it just depends yeah yeah <laughs> it's 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 funny because, as an English teacher, I shouldn't get nervous, and I don't when I teach, you know, but this is something else. this is Luke's competition, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't get nervous mainly because i think- I thought, oh well, I'm alone at home, uh I don't have nothing to do, I'm going mm-hmm. to do this competition if they don't like me they will just not vote for me but they won't swear uh, me for that and I just did
0: I wish my students had the same attitude as you do during my classes sometimes <laughs> a, lot, a lot of my students are so shy you know um, especially when there is like a we, we sometimes get really um, a lot of students in a class because it's. it's I think it's a mistake but it's because of the the limited budget you know for, we don't have so much finances in the in the education here in the Czech Republic yeah so um, what uh, what happens is that uh, our classes are full of students and it is absolutely wrong for language classes because you get 18 students in one class yeah and everybody has the speaking anxiety because they are afraid to sound stupid um in front of each other If you know what I mean
1: yes Oh, that's horrible.
0: Yeah, because if I, if I teach a class of one, well, one it's one-on-one, on one, but two, three, and four, which I have some classes like this, then I know everybody is much more relaxed, you know, because it's more, um, how to say that, it's kind of more intense and, you know, I kind of can more concentrate on the students and they get, they, um, as a result, they get, they get uh, relaxed more. But when you get class of 18 students, it's really horrible. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, in my class, in my school class, we have 30 people. And I hate to talk in front of them.
0: 30 people? Yes. You see?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're good at it, you know, and you still hate it, yeah? So this just proves my point, yeah?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. When you're at school, you hate everything. Like you hate your classmates, you hate yourself, you hate everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, if I was your teacher, obviously I would teach by playing Luke's English podcast during the classes, so you could you could enjoy the lessons more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. you you teach us Luke's English podcast.
0: Yeah, I guess I couldn't do just this, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I, I wish my teacher knew Luke's English podcast.
0: Yeah. He doesn't know it. Um. Have you ever told him about it?
1: Yeah, but I think he didn't quite pay attention.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So maybe you must tell him again. I mean, you you must be one of his favorite students, so because of the language ability you have.
1: I don't. I don't think because where where I study, well, my teacher he wants us to have this American accent, and I don't have it. Everybody in my class has, so I think he's quite annoyed with my accent, actually.
0: I can't believe it, Gabriela. I can't believe it. This is wrong. He forces you to, to learn American accent.
1: No, no. Actually, he doesn't. But he has an American accent. Everybody has. So I think he's qu- he uh, he doesn't want to hear me talking. Cause
0: well, you know what? Well. I as a teacher, I would look down on something like this. I, t- I always tell my students that it doesn't matter which uh, English they choose, uh, whether it is American English or British English, or if they happen to know Scottish, which is not usually the case. Yeah. Uh, as long as they are consistent in the usage of the language, yeah. So they should not mix up the languages, and everything is fine. And uh, I don't, I don't look at them in in. Um, I don't frown upon them or... They are not inferior to me. They speak American accent, even though I speak British one myself. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I agree.
0: So, going back to Luke's English Podcast, um, obviously it has had a massive influence on your English, just like on mine, yeah?
1: Yes, of course.
0: We can agree on this one. So, uh, what is your favorite episode? Which one is your favorite?
1: I think... Was it was one episode he he recorded with his brother in in Skype? Do you remember?
0: The one when he got injured.
1: Uh, no, uh, when when he he was talking. He was talking with his brother in, in Skype about films and series. I think his brother was even uh, making an annoying sound while he was talking.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, he was fiddling fiddling with what was The word uh, fiddling fiddling about. Fiddling with or fiddling about or something fiddling like that. Fiddling
1: with, I think, yeah, yeah. Fiddling with things around him.
0: Yeah, I, I remember that.
1: And, well, he talked about my first film, uh, With Nanai. Do, do you know With Nanai film?
0: Well, s- sorry. Uh, but um, I might do it as my homework <laughs> to watch it.
1: <laughs> well, it's a film. I think Luke loves it. Because everybody who watches it, it's a um, an amazing British film. Um, it's by Bruce Robinson,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I know all the quotes in the film. You do. Yes.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> you memorized everything.
1: Yeah, I, in my in my holidays, I that's a, I watched. That's amazing. It. Yeah, I watched it my whole holiday, so. I can remember everything. Hmm.
0: So could you please spell this film out for me?
1: Uh with nanai Um do you want me to spell it?
0: Yes, could you please spell it out for me?
1: Um tableau uh Y T H N A I L and uh and uh, and D I got
0: it okay got it perfect yeah yeah what what genre is it is it a comedy or or is it a, a thriller or horror movie or what is it
1: dark comedy okay yes
0: dark comedy
1: it's about two unemployed actors
0: hmm so yes. is there a lot of British sense of humor in it
1: Yes, yes, a lot. And I think this is one of the other reasons I wanted to get this British accent. I got in love with this film.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, I was talking to Luke the other day and uh, he recommended me uh, a British film, Hot Fuzz. Do you know this one? No. It's about a policeman. It's quite a good film. You might watch it. You might want to watch it.
1: Oh Hot Fuss.
0: Yeah, Hot Fuss. Yes,
1: yes, yes, I know. I know it. I I've heard about it. So right. you,
0: know, you know you know this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good film really. I like it. <laughs> so we were talking about Luke's English podcast. So this is your favorite episode, yeah? yeah? The the one with um with his brother. What's his name? J- James?
1: James. Yeah.
0: James? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember the one when, when his brother got injured, skateboarding, yeah? yeah I, <laughs> uh, it was sort of funny, you know?
1: <laughs> he was
0: describing his injury, and he was kind of cool about it. And
1: <laughs> yeah, he, his brother has a deep voice. His brother, um, his his voice is quite strong, stronger than it is, Luke's. It is, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. it was kind of amusing a family thing. I I, I thought it was kind of amusing and at the same time you a little bit regretted him you know after what had happened to him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. How did you get to know him uh, Luke?
0: Uh, How did I get to know Luke? Yes. Well um, I guess it was because I was kind of I don't know if I was the first one but probably probably I was. Who, who kind of tried to do his own podcast, just imitating Luke's, uh, or, uh, you know, just trying to use the same format. Because I had a podcast before this one, but it was not really th- this kind of format. And after, after uh, falling in love with Luke's podcast, I knew that I had to do something like this. And I sent him a message, in which I asked him if... if it would be possible to do something like this, and if he wouldn't mind, and he 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 was all right with it. First, he was a little bit uh, surprised. He, he, it was hard for him to come to terms with it, but then uh, later he became cooler and cooler about it, and eventually, I think um, I think he's he it can make him proud proud too, you know, because um, he was such a such a massive inspiration for me and. Yeah, I even got to meet Luke in in London, you know, and we recorded the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard it. I heard the podcast.
0: Yeah, so uh, obviously he 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 plays a huge role for me as to my inspiration, and he's kind of an idol. But I I, I don't think he's just my idol. He's idol for for a lot of people, uh, like like yourself. Yeah.
1: Uh, well,
0: yeah uh, So uh, what, what is your current learning objective, Gabriela? Obviously our English is at, at a, a really high level. It's hard to tell, but it's, I guess it's something like advanced maybe, yeah, which is amazing at your age. But why would you like to take your English further? What are your dreams or ambitions or goals?
1: Going to England and living there.
0: Well, simple and clear.
1: Yeah, go, go and live in England. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a plan.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's my dream to go there.
0: I cross you my all fingers.
1: Well, Oh, yeah.
0: Good luck to you that it works out for you.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: So, so w- when we kind of, uh, when we were kind of thinking about, about uh, the topics or the talking points of this interview, you suggested that we could talk about Doctor Who because you are a huge fan. You are a uh, Doctor Who buff, right? So why why Doctor Who?
1: Firstly, because it's the I think it's the most famous British series ever. And, um, well, it's 50-something, it's 50 years old. And, um, well, I love the doctor. I try to act like him sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, there has been a lot of doctors. Um, so, which one was your favorite?
1: David Tennant.
0: David Tennant, just like mine.
1: Yes. I think, I, I think he's... Uh,
0: he's brilliant.
1: Yeah, he's brilliant. Like Matt Smith is also nice, but I think David Tennant is has more rage than him.
0: He has a lot of charm, right? I I like them both.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you mean, like rage? Like.
1: Uh, um. He's angry.
0: Hmm. When he gets angry, it it's kind of adorable. Yeah, kind of.
1: Yes. He starts to cry.
0: <laughs> so. um what would let me ask you this question Gabriella yeah it's it's purely hypothetical okay but um, we can practice uh, the second conditional here a little bit if you don't mind so what would you give up to become doctor who's assistant what would you give up give up if, if you could become doctor who's assistant
1: I'd give up
0: okay can, can we say. call can we call the girl? Doctor Who's assistant or just the soulmate or whatever, wingman. It's companion. Companion, okay. So what would you give up?
1: I think I'd give up my sister.
0: Oh my god. That sounds horrible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she could live on her own.
0: Oh, you mean that. Yeah, okay.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't kill her, but...
0: But do you know, as a Doctor Who's companion, you know... (laughs) as his assistant uh, you often your family often gets involved in the in your kind of life story right at at certain point you would you would meet with your sister and she would get involved in whatever story you would have
1: yeah unfortunately <laughs> I, th- I think <laughs> she, she wouldn't she would get involved but she would be very confused Why is that? Because, when I watch Doctor Who with her, she can't understand Doctor Who. So how would she understand the real Doctor Who?
0: I don't know, maybe uh, he would give her a tour around the good old TARDIS. You know, he he would show her around and... uh, Oh
1: yeah. He
0: would show her that the TARDIS is small on the outside, but bigger on the inside, right? Yes. And can you, Gabriela? Can you do a Dalek?
1: Can I do a Dalek? Yeah. In what way?
0: Well, can can you try to uh, um, imitate Dalek's voice?
1: Oh, let let me try. Never try. Exterminate! No, I
0: can't. Exterminate! I can't. Exterminate! Exterminate! <laughs>
1: What? I've done
0: it on this podcast before exterminate
1: exterminate
0: <laughs> you can do a female Dalek <laughs> do you think do the Daleks have gender actually do you do you get like female and male sometimes I don't remember are there any female Daleks
1: actually Clara Clara she becomes a Dalek but I think she's not it's not more female
0: spoiler alert for the listeners now
1: <laughs> oh sorry.
0: No it's okay. Which which uh, which season are we talking
1: about? Uh Clara appears in the 7th 7th season.
0: So the the one that is uh, going on now is which it's one?
1: Is the 8th. Eight. Is the 8th. Yes. Yeah. Okay,
0: so I, I suppose it's not much of a, a spoiler.
1: No.
0: Right. Okay. All right. Um, you know what, uh, Gabriela, it's really lovely talking to you on the podcast. Uh, The the only disadvantage is this uh, connection that sometimes we get a delay, yeah? But I think we are still kind of making this work. Yeah, we are. Uh, And I'm sure my listeners are enjoying listening to your lovely voice. And um, I think we are kind of drawing to a close. uh, um, But um, at the end of this, we actually have got uh, a surprise for the listeners because... uh, we are going to have you on this podcast impersonating some accents, some British accents, right?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So um, I asked you to, to send me some, some file, yeah, and uh, we can play it on the podcast. Yeah. I sincerely look forward to listening to it. So you can do the accents. How, how, how difficult is it for you to switch between the accents?
1: Um, well, it depends. I think when I'm when I'm doing a British accent, and suddenly I switch to Scot to a Scottish one, it's quite difficult. But I can do a Scottish accent better than than British. Really? Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, I can't wait to listen to this, Gabriela. Okay. All right. So. Would would you like to add anything? Is there anything you'd like to ask me or just some kind of message to give to the listeners of this podcast at the very end?
1: I would like to ask you, how does it feel being an English teacher?
0: Well, uh, I think I can appreciate it much more at this age than, for example, when I was starting, okay? Because I kind of... Acknowledge or consider this opportunity to um, Influence my student, and what I am trying to do is to uh, To let them become an autonomous learner, you know to, to fall in love with English. It's just like the, the The highest objective I can achieve when they fall in love with English uh, Thanks to my help a little bit, you know, yes. and it's amazing. It's amazing really and I love I love uh, teaching not only because I can uh, pass on some knowledge and help someone, but also because I just simply love talking English, talking in English you know just speaking English and as an english teacher i I have to speak a lot you know as a role model to my students so it's 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 amazing I, I'm killing two birds with one stone here
1: yeah well, wow. it's a beautiful walk excuse me it's a beautiful walk uh, to Age. Yeah,
0: it is. It is lovely. I mean, I can't at, at this moment. I can't really imagine myself doing anything else. Like, obviously, when I was uh, young and maybe even your age, I wanted to become a, a football player, and you know, like we we had dreams like that, like to become an astronaut. But um, at this age, I, I realized that there is nothing I can do better than what I am doing right right now. So I should really. Um, stick with it
1: but do you like football
0: yes I love it I play football myself and I watch football games and I'm a passionate football fan
1: well I thought I thought in Europe there was more than like cricket
0: no that's English that's English thing but in Europe like number number one sport is definitely football
1: oh here too here, it's football too in Brazil oh.
0: Obviously, yeah. I mean, I watched a lot of games from from the Brazilian World Cup.
1: Do you like it?
0: Sure, it was lovely.
1: Well, it,
0: I, I I found it fascinating.
1: The World Cup, it quite ruined Brazil. It did. Yes.
0: In what in what uh, sense? Are you talking about the fact that you had to use so much money to to build the stadiums and?
1: yeah I've, no not it's not yeah it's that too, but there, there were a lot of riots in here
0: mm, really.
1: And that ruined Brazil actually totally.
0: But are there any good good sights about it? Are there any good aspects about this World Cup? like did you did you enjoy it as, as, a, as a viewer?
1: <laughs> no, because I, I, I'm Brazilian, but I don't like football.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah.
0: As long as you like Doctor Who.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, um, I'm um not the kind of Brazilian stereotype. I, I have blue eyes and very fast. Okay. So, so,
0: so we could say you're stepping out of the stereotype. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah. Nothing bad. Nothing bad about it.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I think I, I'm a little Australian look than Brazilian. I'm more Australian. Mm. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> okay. So I think I think that's it, Gabriela. Unless you have anything else to say, uh, now we just uh, play your contribution, uh, the the accents. The accents impersonations.
1: Okay, I'm gonna send you the file of the impersonations.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, whenever you want. Like, don't feel any kind of pressure. All right. Okay. So, thank you very much for for having this chat with me, and I hope you I hope you have a good time.
1: Yeah.
0: And I wish wish you all the best, Gabriela. Me too. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Bye! Hello everyone! I'm going to start with my Scottish accent. I know you might not like it because I'm not from the UK so I'm not perfect in doing accents like Luke for example but I'm really going to try to perform some accents and um, this first one is this Scottish one and it's mostly Glasgowian uh, because I I come to all these Scottish accents I know and I, I'm, I'm really I really like the Scottish culture I was just dancing some Scottish music uh, around here, and well, it this is my Scottish accent. So I'm not I'm not good <laughs> in this Scottish accent like David Tennant, for example, because he's Scottish. But I'm going to try some accents, and I hope you like it. Uh, the next one is is the Northern Irish and it's a funny one. Um, there's the Northern Irish accent and the Northern Irish is just like Devon for me because I'm not that good in um, in the very the Northern Irish accent for the, for the accent of Devon or Cornwall but I'm really going to try I think it's the weirdest accent I've ever heard. It looks a little bit like American, but it really looks like Scottish in some way because they they say the words differently. And I really open my mouth very much to to see it. And and the O, the letter O is is, <laughs> is stronger like down down um, I've really gotten this this accent for a catering show video uh, it's <laughs> it's um, I can't say it now I'm sorry if I'm sounding a little bit drunk it's just the accent I'm a little bit excited. I just doing some exercising before, and, and I'm not. I can't be drunk yet. I can't drink actually, but I really wanted to drink one day when I when I when I am 18 years old because <laughs> it must be so funny. So forget the Jackson. I'm going to pour accent. And this is Bosch accent and I really want to keep the drunk um topic I was talking about. And I really wanted just say that you can comment on my video and this is my last question. How does it feel to be drunk? You you really don't have to it's a pretty awkward question, but I really wanted to do it because it makes. <laughs> I'm, I'm rather excited. I'm feeling drunk, perhaps, but you just tell me because I don't know. I just want to know. And <laughs> um, the next one is the coffee, and um, this is the colony asking. And the Courtney accent, you can hear it everywhere, because the Courtney accent is the London accent, the Estuary accent or, or London accent, and it's, it's spoken uh, around Thames, and the Courtney accent has lots of flapping letters, like G, which T, Literally, we don't say tea. The the T is very flat. So in better, uh, it turns it turns. Sorry, I hit the the chair. So and uh, better it turns to better, and butter it turns to ba, and but it turns to ba. So uh, when you when you listen to this flat thing, you know that's Cockney. It's to called unless it's it might be uh, it might be uh, the Yorkshire the Yorkshire but I don't have the, the Yorkshire and the have sound it's not have it's have so it's a very special accent for me because I started doing it isn't it good so comment in my video I know it's rubbish, and um, I was really walking around the room and making noises with the chair, for example. But it's something. It's okay with me. I'm not drunk. I can't drink yet. Bye.